0: how come you always helping everybody and getting paid back for well that's the way i am you know i'm a little hard-headed they say dusty rose how come you don't look like rick flair and have all them muscles and pretty body well i like the nightlife just a little bit better than i like the damn gym jack you understand As long as I can get out and do it better than anybody and as long as I make more money per night than any athlete in this country and as long as I make a half a million dollars a year, I don't really give a damn what they think out there. Can you dig that? I hope you can. I hope you can. I hope you can. Lord, I hope you can. Barack Obama approved world's greatest podcast hyphen nation. I am your host the one with the most never get ghost shout out to ghosts shout out to the other ghosts Styles P y'all know me Hickory Dickory <laughs> I like apples fresh off the tree y'all can't see it is the one and only B H-Y-P-A-G in in the house we got a mouse in the house but LeBron shot anyway y'all are not afraid can't let y'all get away Kellen Conley aka V B- hyphen what up doe welcome back welcome back episode 205 oh so I'm just going to get right into it. Look, 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 look. This is what happened. This is what happened. Okay. (laughs) I took Aaliyah to a daughter dance. They they call it a daughter dance because it used to be daddy-daughter dance. But just in case moms can't or dads can't go or there's no dad in the picture, then therefore, or maybe dad can't make it. Let's say that. Moms and grandmothers, grandfathers, you know, all all friends of fathers, uh, uncles can bring their daughter bring the daughter to the dance right it was at Aaliyah's school and so we get there and Aaliyah immediately finds her friends and starts running around she looked beautiful we got some pictures uh and we I still haven't got an email of those pictures so I don't have a watch on I got a brand new watch y'all <laughs> I got it all fat kid deal shout out to fat kid deal and Aaliyah's running around we're there for about an hour and 45 minutes or so it was a two-hour dance and so I, I get her some candy I, I attempt to dance with her a little bit. Try to get her to do the cha-cha slide. And the Cupid Shuffle came on way early. Because I don't know who was running music. I think somebody's running music off their phone into a PA system. And it sounded terrible. But the, the kids didn't care. They're all in on the trip. I didn't care. Because I was just there to, to um, spend time with the Shout out to everybody who brought their daughter out last night, man. It was really cool to see all the parents. Or... Whatever you may be, uh, being there for for the for the daughters, and it was a real real chill time. First time I had gotten to go since Aaliyah. God, last one we went to was in 2018, so Aaliyah wasn't in kindergarten yet. The one that happened in 2019, my man Gary ended up taking her because they we didn't know when it was gonna be, and then they scheduled it the weekend and me and Angel had plans to already be out of town, so Gary stepped in and took her. And in the last two years, it's been three years, it's been COVID, and I think they ended up canceling it for some reason last year. I don't know what was going on. Um, But they did it this year, and it was really awesome. But they had concessions, and they had like dollar candy, dollar water, and 50-cent blow pops. So me and Aaliyah had gotten uh, some blow pops, and I got her candy bar to start out. And then later her and her friend Evelyn hit me up for another – two bucks <laughs> and so I went to water and two, and blow pops for them so I was down to my last dollar because I had five dollars on me going in It's down to my last dollar so I was like yeah, I'm going to go ahead and have another blow pop so I walk up to the concession table and I give the, the people working in the concession table I give them 50 cents give them a dollar give me back 50 cents and I give me an orange blow pop because I'd already had a um grape one earlier and I'm wrapped my candy and now I hear this, there, there's some down there like eh, Bro, if this is the floor, if you're looking at this on YouTube, uh, follow me on YouTube hyphen Universe. Subscribe, like the videos, comment, all that stuff. So if this is the floor and I'm up here at normal size, this little girl about yay high is saying something to me. I'm like, I'm like, oh man, she might think I'm some. She must think I'm somebody she knows or something. So I lean down and she's like, ah, ah, ah. I thought maybe she was. I can't find my daddy, something like that. You know. I was like, I was ready to be a hero. I was ready to be a hero. (laughs) And she was watching me. She staked me out. She saw me pull that dollar from my back pocket and saw me buy a blow pop. And so she comes up to me and she had said said something I couldn't hear over the music. So I leaned down. I go, what did you say? And she goes, can you give me some money? My last 50 cents, y'all. So I look around and I don't see nobody with her because I thought I was like maybe like uh, somebody's close and I'm like like oh no baby I'll get I'll I'll take you up to the table blah 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 you know and <laughs> I didn't see nobody so I was like I got I I had no choice like there wasn't the option to not give her my fifty cents didn't cross my mind it was fight or flight and I was I I, I wasn't going to do either so the option was to just give her what she wanted so I gave this little little. Uh, thief, <laughs> my last 50 cents. <laughs> I was like, yeah, go ahead. And she walks up to the table and, and gets a blow pop. And then I don't see her the rest of the night. I got ran by a, a, a elementary school child. Like she couldn't have been more than kindergarten, first grade, man. And she she was like, can I have some money? And, and who am I to say no? Who am I to say No. <laughs> I wish I was making this up. Can I have some money? Uh, yes, babe. Yes, absolutely. You, you may have some money, please, please take all the money. <laughs> uh, so we had actually ended up meeting up with angel and some of her teacher friends afterwards because they had a um, Valentine's dance at an angel school. So we all met up at Chili's later <laughs> and then, uh, I told her, I was like, yeah, the uh, concessions were only so much and the $5 was plenty, but then I got ran for my 50 cent. <laughs> and so I keep telling everybody, this little girl robbed me <laughs> for my 50 cent. <laughs> Can I have some money? Y- yeah, yeah, what? Just don't hurt me. Just don't hurt me, please. Please, little girl. I hope she enjoyed her blow pop though. Oh man. I, I, I'm sorry. i sorry. I had to start like that. So, I say all that to say this part of the show, Morgantown weather report, it is currently 37 degrees here in Little Seattle, clear with periodic clouds, feels like 37 degrees, <sighs> looks like it's going to be a clear night tonight, and uh, temperatures will dip overnight, but then coming back up to 38 by 9 a.m. tomorrow morning. So... That is your Morgantown weather report, brought to you by the Mark Rob T H E M A R C R O B dot WordPress dot Written by my beloved friend, the Mark Rob. Marcus is mad love Robinson. Uh, he posted a piece about the whale. Uh, I mentioned it uh, two episodes ago. It was really dope. He has all kinds of dope stuff up there. You you could get lost on there for a couple hours if you if you need to. Um, I'm particularly one that comes to mind is. His story about the time he uh, took the bus to go see uh, th- see uh, Kanye a uh, uh, while a while back now. So um, shout out to Mark Rob and also by Hyphen Podcast Group, which I still don't the the excellence of audio execution. I, I know that and it's like what good people, good podcast. I, I can't remember the damn tagline. It, it's too convoluted. It, it used to just be uh, bringing great podcasts to the people. I don't know why I changed it. Hyphen Podcast Group, bringing great podcasts to the people. Hyphen dot com. Now, I hope you all enjoyed last episode with Matt. I apologize for any of the audio issues. I have a whole video of that episode, and usually, usually what I do. Where's my pixel? Uh, my trusty pixel two. It's not trusty because it won't even it won't even shoot in horizontal. So usually what I do is I will take the phone and plug in my microphone. I got a new microphone. And then hit record in the recording app and just let it go. But I was desperate to have video. So instead of me using my brain, instead of me using my brain and just recording video and using this for the audio where I could have had it easily, I decided I was going to plug in this one. As well as my USB joint that I I use for Razzlecast or Zoom calls or anything like that, I was going to do that, and then we would go through and be on camera talking, which was a great idea. was It was really cool to be able to sit back and look at each other and really and have that conversation, even though I had to hold my mic and and just sit there and talk with my best friend. But then I got to the audio, and at first I was like, "Oh yeah, audio sounds good," but then I realized that. Uh, because I turned his mic all the way up so that he wouldn't have to sit on top of his. It was picking me up over here. So there was a lot of bleed over. So that was the reason why the episode was delayed on coming out in the first place. Was because of me trying to prevent the bleed over. Um, Finally, I figured out something and it was pretty serviceable. I, I went back and listened to the episode because uh, uh, one, I wanted to because that's my that's my boy. Even though I just sat through it, I just wanted to hear it again. And then two, because I just want to see, make sure the quality was was good, and it, it it was it was, I'll give it a C minus quality, maybe even a D plus, but it was loud and clear. You didn't miss anything. Some of the words that I said got lost sometimes, but the conversation was clear. So that was the main thing. So Matt's back in New Zealand. He left uh, like Wednesday after we recorded that, and um also. Um, I haven't recorded since my surprise birthday party that Angel threw for me on my actual birthday, on my 40th birthday. That was very cool. So Matt and his wife, Lisa, and his, their their two kids were there. And then my, pretty much, my, I consider her my sister. Matt's sister was there and her husband, TJ, and their kids were there. And then Matt's mom and Matt's stepdad and Matt's dad had all come out as well. to see, They had come up with Crystal in them. So they were at the party. Then my brother-in-law, Christian, was at the party. Monster Lung, Eric Jordan, was at the party. Um, Anthony was at the party. Shout-out to Anthony, always. Uh, The the dude I spend the most time with (laughs) in real life. uh, Shout-out to Anthony. Thomas came through, which was really cool, considering he works night shifts now. Um, Who who else was there? Um, 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 Who were we playing basketball with? Um, So it was me, E. Um, God, it was just everybody was there, man. It, it was so cool. Um, Brandy was there. Uh, Brandy's boyfriend was there. Um, he was there for a hot second, and then in comes my dad, <laughs> so Soul Daddy number one himself, all the way from Cape and Bridge, two-hour drive, comes strutting into the Starport, headed to the new Starport location here in Morgantown. I gotta say. I am a fan. I was a fan of the original Starport, but i really like the new place. It's on Walnut Street. Um, Consider yourselves hyphen nation, hyphen universe, Kellen Conley uh, endorsed. Pizza was delicious. They had some great craft beers, had a couple really delicious sours. Uh, They were amazing. Um, Oh man. It was just, it was so cool. So, oh, uh, Ivy and BG and Will were there. Uh, I always get to hang out with them for extra life. They, They opened their home to me for 24 hours uh they were there so it it was really cool that was my first surprise party yeah that was my first surprise party for real and um it it was really special but the the icing was seeing dad come in that that was just too dope to see him uh that that really made my day so yeah so i had a whole a whole surprise party on sunday and then I, I didn't see Matt anymore after that, but uh, he did some traveling to Charleston to see some of uh, his wife's family, Lisa's family, and then they ended up uh, heading back up north to go back to New York in a in whiteout conditions because that was when East Coast got hit by some snow. They got there, they flew out. They were flying. They'd over. They already fly, fl- They had already flown over Hawaii, Hawaii, Hawaii. But then all of a sudden they were going back towards Hawaii because apparently Auckland, where they were supposed to land, the airport got hit. with Auckland itself got hit with a really bad storm and there was like three feet of water in the airport. So they redirected them back to Honolulu and delayed them leaving again by a whole day. But then they put them up in one of the really nice resorts there for free. So they got a whole day in Hawaii before they had to fly back home to New Zealand. So Matt's home and I really hope you all appreciated that. He was very happy doing the podcast. He's already hit me up about how can we do it again. Um, so it is, it is totally doable. Of course, I don't have my watch right on me. Uh, I took it off because I was eating a little bit ago, and I kept doing this. So it's two o eight p.m. in Wellington right now. So who's to say that maybe on a Saturday night I couldn't? Because that that is that would be his Sunday. Afternoon. I know he's got the kids and everything, but maybe we could coordinate it to possibly do the pod again and just do it over Zoom or something. That'd be really cool. So uh maybe in the future we will have Matt back on. But God, that was amazing having him on here finally. All these years, y'all hearing me talk about Matt, 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 and then talking about Hip Hop Manifesto, which is available wherever podcast or podcast that you can listen to Hip Hop Manifesto. Like, for example, I'm going to use the power of the internet here. Um, podcast this isn't podcasting one on one. I'm gonna go on Spotify where I listen to my podcast, and I'm gonna type in hip hop manifesto. And I'm also gonna type podcast. There we are. I I got an outcast photo and it says hip hop manifesto. Two friends sit down and discuss what they have in common. A love of hip hop. And there are thirteen episodes total. They're all available. I'll actually put that in the show links. Let me let me put uh write that down h h m n show links so if y'all want to check us out in the past i apologize for anything inappropriate i might say cuz these are the raw uncut days of of kellen conley so, <laughs> so it is what it is um yeah but there are uh 13 episodes like i said the last one we did was um it says 2015 on it but we could have, I don't know when we actually recorded that one. Yeah, it says May 2015, but I might have, we might have even recorded that in, I i had, what had happened was in 12 and 13, I recorded a bunch of podcasts with people, and then they asked me to edit them. And then I just didn't edit, them, edit them, and I sat on them forever. And so, yeah, there was this long gap where I was sitting on all this material, and I just never really released it. So. I'm not sure when we really recorded that, but the last episode was released in 2015. And the last episode was Why Hip Hop Still. And then the Kanye is Kanye West Crazy episode was episode 12. So I'll put that in the show links. Show notes so you can check that out. Um, so that, that'll be pretty... That would be pretty nifty of you if you want to do that. So let me go ahead. And I got that up. What did I do with... Ah... Let's do some quick recommendations. Some quick recommendations, y'all. So last weekend, reason I didn't get an episode out was I went to Columbus to had a had ahead meet on Friday night. So we had left Thursday night. I didn't record last Tuesday, which would have been my best chance at recording. I didn't I wasn't thinking. So I didn't have an episode ready. Went to Columbus on Thursday night and we were there until Sunday afternoon. On Saturday morning, night after the meet, not even Saturday morning, like maybe around, it was one something. Uh, we had just came back from this place called Super Chefs in Columbus. Very good food. Check them out. Um, yeah, I want I want to try their full menu. I I did a whole review on Google, on uh, Google Maps. Man, if you see Kellen Conley on Google Maps, I take that I take my job very seriously on there. I am thorough and I will tell you what I think about your establishment. Okay. It is what it is. Like I went to Charlie's in Erie not that long ago and I ordered something. I was really excited about getting some um, catfish and that catfish wasn't good. And I was like, I was like, Oh man, I was really excited about this. And uh, the shrimp was good, but then the catfish wasn't and blah, blah, blah. And they were like, Oh, we're so sorry. And if you hit us for, for hit, let us know, we'll we'll send you something. To, Cause I, I didn't like trash him. I just said the catfish wasn't what I was looking for. So I gave him like a, a, it's okay. rating, like a three star one there. So I take my reviews very seriously. So, Super Shouse is dope. Angel came back and we had gotten in really late from the meet. So she said she decided she's gonna lay down. I just went downstairs cause um, Maureen and Rue, who we're staying with, they have a young a young daughter. She just turned one not that long ago, and her nap time is like between one and three. So she was laying down. So I come downstairs and they had on BMF, and Rue was like Rue was like, "Oh, we watch whatever you want to watch." I'm like, "No, I'll just leave this on. Like, I'm fine. I'll just look at my phone." Blah blah blah. He's like, well, this is BMF and, and you should start watching. It's really good. And E has also been on me to start watching BMF. He asked me like twice now if I watch BMF and I told him, no, he's like, you need to be watching BMF, but I've never watched any of the stars, power, any of the 50 cent shows. So BMF is my first true exposure. Right? So anyway, BMF. So when I started looking at it and I'm starting getting into it and then he's like, Oh, you got to watch the whole episode. I I was like, or start from the very beginning. I was like, no, just let this run. Let this run. Like, don't don't let me interrupt you so you can start the whole series over. Don't do that. And he's like, all right, all right. So we finished watching the episode, and by the end of the episode, I was like, yeah, I'm going to start watching BMF for sure. Definitely going to start watching BMF. So he was like, oh, well, well, let's just start from the beginning. So he went all the way back. He didn't go season one. He went to the beginning of season two. So we watched, like, the episodes aren't that long. They're like 30 minutes to... Not even you know, About 30 minutes, 35 minutes. And so we watched the first uh, two episodes, I think, on Saturday. And then uh, their daughter woke up, so we turned it off. Everything like that. Oh, I, I have a little rant that I'm going to do here in a second as well, now that I think about it. But I've been watching BMF. I just caught up, so I'm current on season two. Um, I need to go back and watch season one. Apparently they didn't do an episode this week. So now I have another week off to kind of... to because there's only eight episodes in episode one so or season one so I'm gonna start watching BMF but I like BMF man um it, it, I usually get really into those kind of crime shows especially um especially of the drug dealing variety I, I am a, a wire alum and I mentioned to um mentioned to rue I was like yeah it's hard for me in the to these shows because I compare everything to the wire I was like but this is actually really good it's not the he's like yeah it's not the wire but it is good. He's like, I like power, but eventually power got a little too nuts for me. But I really like how tight BMF is and everything like that. So um totally recommend BMF if you're wa- if you're not watching that, it's on stars. Um if you have you can watch it on your Fire Stick through prom video. That's what I did. I have a star subscription right now because stars be keep doing these deals where they give you like two, three months for like a dollar ninety nine and a pop. So I keep doing that. But now as long as BMF's on, <laughs> I'm gonna have to at least keep stars. I don't even know when stars canceled out, so so we when it goes back to full price. But I might be hanging on to that for a little bit. So shout out to BMF. Also, I checked out two artists that I hadn't heard before. I went back to my uh, currently playlist, which is like just a list of of albums that I had thrown in the playlist so that I could start listening to them and kind of listen to them in order. And I got away from it a lot last year, so I started getting back into it this year. And I listened to an artist named Kevin Ross and he he's really dope i listened to his um his i don't when, when did, ah, i didn't want to do podcast one. hold on hold on um it, it was kevin ross and it was like a full kevin bruce um kevin ross albums audacity complete i listened to the audacity complete which came out in 2020 and I am a fan of the dude. I, I followed him on on Spotify, and I was very impressed. So I recommend Kevin Ross, and I recommend Audacity Complete. I I, I let Anthony know about it, and Anthony was a fan as well. So um he so that that Audacity Complete album is very dope. Um I, I cannot recommend that enough. And then also someone who was in my playlist was Abby Jasmine, who I had no clue about. I don't know if I got these from. TikTok or whatnot, I'd say probably TikTok recommended these R&B out new R&B artists and stuff. So who cares? Deluxe, which came out in 2020, that thing is really good too, man. She she's bad, she's bad, and and I mean I mean like Michael Jackson bad, man. Like she's good. I like her a lot, and I like Kevin Ross a lot. So recommend both of those to to you guys, so you can uh check those out if you're not up on game already. Unlike me, you're not. Uh, still listening to '90s music or uh, '80s music or '2000s music all the time or '2010s music, and you probably have already heard of most of these people. So, my rant, real quick, real quick. We, I, we, and me, Maureen, Angel, and Rue, decided while our kids, because Aaliyah's best friend, um, is their oldest daughter, so they were downstairs in the basement playing and and tumbling and everything else. So Saturday night after the baby went to bed, we were looking for something to watch, and Angel had started watching she had started watching this Netflix show uncoupled when me and Rue came back with our um with our our food, because we went out in Columbus to get food, and this it took us like two hours. We went to a bunch of different African places. Um, we got uh, senegalese food food. Oh, it was so good. Uh, and also some some I can' not even tell you but it was also good. They gave us this fish that we weren't supposed to have, but that fish was banging. Banging, man. Ugh. so good. <laughs> so, sorry, but Angels watching Uncoupled. And Uncoupled Stars, Neil Patrick Harris, and what I believe is his first role as a as a gay man, and in real life he is gay. And then also Tisha Campbell Martin. Shout out to Tisha Campbell, man. I've been in love since House Party days and of course Martin and 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 uh sprung sprung <laughs> yes sprung and and I, I didn't know I didn't know the premise I saw the, a trailer on Netflix I was like yeah I want to check that out I like Neil Patrick Harris I like Tisha Martin Tisha Campbell Martin I want to check this out and it's actually a really good series um it's a it's a comedy and real quick quick uh, quick premise is Neil Patrick Harris is with his his boyfriend for 17 years and his boyfriend just decides out of nowhere to leave him at his surprise birthday party. It was the boyfriend's surprise birthday party. He might not have been surprised at his birthday party. Tells him he's leaving and he got, he just up and leaves. And so this is Neil Patrick Harris with his two best friends, including his partner, who is um, Tisha Campbell Martin, uh, trying to figure out how to get back into dating, why this happened and just all these funny scenarios happen going forward. And so we watched all the episodes other than two. I think we had two episodes left on Saturday night. And so Sunday morning, I'm Googling just to, uh, and I'm pretty much, I'm, I'm Googling. I'm not on Twitter. Just just to see um, what people have thought about the show. And Netflix already canceled it. Netflix completely ex-nated, man. Like, it's gone. Like, Netflix did the same thing to Friends from College. Friends from College got two seasons and then gone. Ended on a cliffhanger. And Uncoupled... Also ended on a cliff a cliffhanger, which is completely uncalled for. Um, oh oh oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. Uncoupled pickup for Showtime for season two, following Netflix cancellation. Yes, yes. Never mind, never mind. Hell yeah, brother. Okay. We're getting season two. Shout out to Showtime, man. I'm gonna. I am going i got to text them. I gotta let everybody know that we'll be able to finish watching Uncoupled, because uh, I told I told Angel after we finished the last episode. You know they canceled it. She's like, "Oh, are you serious?" I'm like, "Yeah, they canceled it." And now I can sit here and tell them because I didn't tell them it was canceled, but I can just text this to them in case they knew it got canceled and now they know it didn't get canceled. So. Big two thumbs down the Netflix for canceling shows way too soon, even if they find an audience. I get that they have metrics, and they, if it's not in the top ten for so long that they don't give shows a chance, and they make so many original stuff. I get the justifications, but they all suck. Shout out to Showtime, man. That was my rant, though. So, yeah, we, we, got, we got uncoupled in there. <laughs> uh, shoot. Also... 111 Days Until Across the Spider-Verse is in theaters. I missed the trailer today. And I was I was a little upset. A little upset! I came in and I said, oh, we missed the trailer! And then I realized there's actually a lot of people in the movie. So I was like, oh. <laughs> my bad. <laughs> my bad. Oh, shoot. I guess this is the first topic. Puss in Boots. The Last Wish. Yeah, man. So... <laughs> Uh, earlier this week, or maybe late last week, Angel mentioned that she was going to take her homebound student and Aaliyah to see the new Puss in Boots movie. And uh, she's like, yeah, we're going to do this on Saturday. So it'll be good for you to you can kind of just chill out and, and relax, you know, not have to worry about anything. And I was like, and I was like, all right, um, that's cool. And then she she mentioned it again not that long ago. um hold on i'm looking here hold up wait a minute because cat from we should do this again sometime fame is the one who said something about it yeah she said at 8 30 on what day was that february 4th she said it last saturday in fact she said please friends watch puss in boots in the last wish when you can and I said I might go next Saturday with the girls because Angel had said if you want to go with us to the movies, you can. Otherwise, you can just uh, take it easy. So when she mentioned again this week, I was like, I actually heard it was pretty good. So, so I might go. And then magic happened. So Tuesday, I decided because I have the window. I come home. Angel's at home bound. And then I don't have to pick up Aaliyah, Aaliyah House to get Aaliyah until 745. So I have a window. So Tuesday, I was like, all right, I'm just going to take it easy. I'm still tired from the trip. I'm not going to do too much, just hang out, I'm going to make me this Bloody Mary, which was excellent, excellent Bloody Mary, one of the best Bloody Mary's ever made in my life, and then this chill, and then Thursday, I'm going to get after it for the podcast. Thursday, I got off work a little bit later than I was supposed to, so that meant everything got pushed back a little later, so by the time I had eaten and really got, kind of gotten relaxed where I could chill for a little bit, and um, I was like, dang, it's already, like, it's late, like, I'm not going to have that much time, and and then I, I just wouldn't really motivate it because I'd had a long day, so I was like, oh man, like, I'm, I'm just going to not, I don't want to force it, I don't want to rush it, so I'm, I'm not going to rush it, I'm just going to let it go and see if I can figure it out later, so then I was debating, do I still go to the movie, or do I stay home and definitely do the podcast while they're gone on Saturday, but then some of God's greatest gifts Or unanswered prayers because at the daughter dance last night, one of the people in charge of the dance is another one of Aaliyah's best friends, mom, also the mom who Aaliyah will go to her house quite often and sleep over and spend time with her daughter, her daughters, actually. And I'd say like last year, Aaliyah slept over like maybe two or three times last year, and then her daughter slept over here about the same. Maybe twice. Let's say that she did more. But the girls cornered, pulled us together. So it was her and her husband and me and then the girls. And they're like, we're going to have a sleepover sooner. Now, I knew Angel had mentioned that on uh, the Sunday night before President's Day, because we're all off. She was going to let the girls have a sleepover at our house because the girls were off and we were all off. But I guess they want to have their sleepover sooner. So they cornered us and we have a sleepover sooner so I was like, well, you know, like, I was like, I don't think we can, uh, uh, you know, being, the, being a responsible dad, I was like, I don't think we can, it's kind of short notice, blah, 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 and then Stacy says, well, you can do it at our house, uh, I, I didn't mean, to... I was like, I was like, oh, well, I mean, like, for, for real, I mean, if you, you want to, like, we'll have to talk to Angel and everything, because Angel's at the dance, and she's like, yeah, you can do it at our house, and I was like, all right, well, we'll, we'll talk later and figure everything out, so, um, so this morning, I, I get a text from, from Stacy, and Stacy's like, hey, Leah's more than welcome to come to the house. So, went to work, got off work, came home, changed clothes, took Aaliyah to the movies to meet up with Angel and her homebound student. We watched Puss in Boots, brought Aaliyah back home to get all her stuff ready. Then I drove her three seconds up the street to Stacy, Stacy and her husband's house. And... He's been there since five. So an angel went to a birthday party. So here I am. Here I am doing a thing for you. Okay. But that's how, that's how we got here. Anyway, Puss in Boots. I heard it was good. Spoiler free. Okay. I'm, I'm just going to kind of give y'all the outline. Y'all know Puss in Boots from Shrek 2 or Shrek 3 or Shrek 4 Forever After Anything like that. If we're ranking Shrek movies real quick, I still got the OG as number one, Shrek 2, and then Shrek 4, followed by Shrek 3. Shrek 3 is my least favorite. Hey, what's up, everybody? WWE Hall of Famer The Godfather here. Special shout-out to b and Handsome Bane for the WrestleCast Power Hour, and it's available everywhere, podcasts or streams. So everybody, check him out. You know, the Godfather will. And it's time, once again, for everybody at the Hyphen Podcast Group to come aboard the whole
1: Snowy
0: Smelly, uh, later, sweaty marks. Always thought Puss was a cool character. Um, Didn't think too much of him as far as anything else, like past the Shrek movies. I knew he had had a previous movie, and I may have seen a little bit of it and maybe some of the Netflix series at one point. Aaliyah was watching it, but still, I was just like, oh, yeah, let's put some boots, whatever, no, no big deal. But after Kat said, please go see it, I was like, all right, if Kat, Kat's into it, then I'm going to be into it, because I actually hit up Kat earlier this week. I was like, hey, what do you think about um, Lemony Snicket? And she's like, oh, the books? or movie." I was like, oh, the, the series? Because ironically enough, Aaliyah decided to start watching Lemony Snicket a week or so ago on netflix and every time i watched it i was just like yo this this whole thing is crazy i love it i was like i needed an honest opinion on this so i was like i, I bet cat cat knows something about *Lemony Snicket*, and she's like actually she's like i recommend it to my adult friends who um are trying to get back in reading i recommend *Lemony snicket and i think it's really really awesome everything like that so i knew i was on the right track so cat told me to go watch it i was able to go with the girls i didn't have to record um Earlier and skip it. So went went to go see Puss in Boots, right? And I was pleasantly surprised, man. I I really thought it was going to be, I thought it was like a Christmas movie because it's called The Last Wish, and I think it came out around Christmas if I'm not wrong. Uh, but it it had nothing to do with Christmas. But essentially, the the plot goes that Puss in Boots, played by Antonio Banderas, um, he's up to his Puss in Boots ways like normal, and then. Uh, something happens to him, uh, and then a- after that happens to him, uh, he is confronted by this wolf, and he comes face to face with his own mortality, essentially. And so we essentially see Puss lose his nerve, and he he goes to live with a cat lady, but then he tries to get his groove back. He meets up with Kitty Softpaws, played by Selma Hayek Penalt, um, if that's not correct, Selma Hayek. Shout out to you, Selma Hayek, you you certified baddie. Um, and uh, at the the um cat lady's house, he met a little dog named Perito who was pretending to be a cat who was an orphan, <laughs> and then they have to go steal this map, and they they gotta go steal the map from. I'm not gonna say who to steal the map from, but they go to steal the map, and then they run into Goldilocks and the Three Bears, which is one of the best things the Shrek franchise has done is how they reimagine these these um these fairy tale characters. And the usage of all the fairy tale characters in this film is amazing, absolutely amazing, man. but they all go on this this quest to to find this thing, and I was really impressed. um, I gotta send a special shout out to I hope I'm saying this correctly. um, hold on, Wagner Mora as the wolf bro I I was shook. I was shook, man. Like, I'm really impressed with his design and his character. Like, he, the wolf might be one of my favorite characters to come out, like, villain characters that I've seen in a long time, man. Uh, especially, in, like, in a children's format. Like, I had went to go see that crazy Pinocchio movie in the 80s, the uh whatever, the not Disney uh, version was where the kids were getting turned into donkeys and stuff. I had, I was so shook by that that I got, I had to leave the movie theater and I've never watched that movie again to this day. I did watch the clips eventually on YouTube, but I was shook by those scenes and I I was sitting there thinking, I'm like, yo, like this, this bothers me. Like, I don't, like, Leah, Aaliyah, Leah's kind of in horror stuff and she knows it's not real. She does really well with that kind of thing. But I was like, this is, this is a little a little much man just just a little much i was i was a little shooketh as as they say uh so i absolutely loved the wolf i loved how they spun the three bears and goldilocks and the storyline they gave them the s- secondary villain of the film he gave me big donald vibes <laughs> but he was also very threatening with his uh bag of never ending fairy tale gimmicks that that was cool. Also, the movie didn't shy away from knowing that it had an adult audience cuz there at one point Boots looks at Perito and says, "What the hell are you doing?" and I was like, "Oh, okay." But then there's multiple bleeps in the movie including a scene where Perito is roasting uh the bears. <laughs> and he roasts. he tears down Baby, I believe it was Baby Bear. He tears Baby Bear down, man. And the bleeps were all there and I, I there's several laugh out loud moments. I was the loudest one laughing in the movie theater. And I just it was a really fun ride. And one of the best parts for me in the opening sequence, Puss is fighting um Puss is fighting this foe that has spoiled his his party that he's having, right? He's fight he's fighting his foe. And then when they're doing the animation for the actual fight scenes, I was like, Okay, this doesn't look like the traditional Shrek uh animation. Like It did up until that point, but when they went into the action, it gave Spider-Verse vibes. And I was like, it's like, yo, they got that from Spider-Verse. The, a lot of the animation reminded me of Spider-Verse. And I've already said 111 days till Spider-Verse. So I'm here for it. I am here for it. Absolutely, man. oh. Oh, so all the action scenes. Had that vibe to it. Very well animated. All the voice acting was on point. The jokes were funny. I don't know if there was a end credit joke or anything like that. Let um, let me check the plot real quick. Um, okay. Uh, no, I don't see anything about an end credit scene or anything. It is a a DreamWorks movie, but it worked really well. And plus, I'll go ahead and spoil this. I'm gonna give y'all 14 seconds. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. All right, skip 30 seconds ahead. Also, at the end, they say they're going to go visit some old friends and they're sailing to far, far away. So, does that mean we're going to get Shrek 5? I, I'm down to go watch Shrek 5. Why not? If if we're if we're going back to a DreamWorks, if we're going to get more Shrek movies, like why not? Like, didn't Cameron Diaz just come out of retirement? Like she can she can bust out some Fiona for us. It's just voice work. Mike Myers is always down to clown. Uh Eddie Murphy will take will definitely take that check. <laughs> I saw you people, he'll definitely take that check. So so yeah. I'd be perfectly fine with that. Ah uh, shoot, but highly recommend Puss in Boots, man. On Letterbox, uh, I I think I'm gonna go four and a half. I don't think I want to go full five, but for a strong four and a half, great story, great pacing, great action, great character moments, um, great voice work. Yeah, I'm going to go four and a half on Letterboxd. So I'll probably post that either uh, tonight or tomorrow. But, yeah, uh, I recommend you go see Puss in Boots. And if you don't want to see Puss in Boots in the theater, you can uh, rent it for like $25 on Prime right now, or you can buy the whole thing for $30, and then you'll own it. So absolutely, 100% Cat was right. Go check that out. Excuse me. Water break. This episode's brought to you by my bottle of water. Which I need after I ate all that popcorn. Because somebody, shout out to Maggie and them, got me a $100 AMC gift card for my birthday. So after we spent the money on the tickets to get in today, I was like, yo, I can get me one of those annual buckets. Because I did that in 2021. And I know I'm going to go to the movies a lot this year. Like, there's a couple Marvel movies coming out. Uh, Creed 3 comes out next month. I just feel like I'm going to be in the theaters, if not every single month, at least every other month. So I got me an annual popcorn bucket, and I I ate a lot of that popcorn. I shared it with the girls, but I ate a lot of popcorn, man. <laughs> a lot of popcorn. Oh, shoot. I'd say our last topic, which I had to flip, make a, spin a wheel for because I was so torn and no Natalie and Bruglia, um about what to cover because I've been wanting to cover this album about the cover but then the other day at work I threw in the 2020 experience part 1 CD again for the, it was like the second time I I got to listen to the whole thing at work since we uh stole the CDs back from another branch and I was like man I really want to talk about this I got it written down right there on my my uh sh- my notes my notepad right there but we're here ladies and gentlemen to give praise for the music section of hyphenation. So Wyclef John presents the carnival featuring the refugee all stars released on. Oh snap. It came out on, on angel's birthday. That's nuts. June 24th, 1997 dart. If you're listening to this uh, and you check that release date and it's wrong, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, dart. I'm going by Wikipedia. It, it may have come out sooner, sooner or later. I got this CD off of Matthew Spencer and I went home and taped it. Cause I really liked the song. We trying to stay alive, of which of course is the Bee Gees flip. And also by that time, I want to say Guantanamera was out. Um, Maybe, maybe even, I don't know. Well, let's look at the singles. The singles were trying to stay alive. Anything. Yeah. Guantanamera came out first. So I don't think I had heard like, I don't think going till November had blown up. And when I say "Going to November blew up, like, this song was everywhere on MTV and VH1 and, and BET. <clears throat> it was Diddy Ridiculous levels, Puff Daddy levels. Like, every time there was any kind of rap show, R&B show, they would play that um, "Going to November. Every time I make a run, girl, you turn around and cry. Like A would play that, and then we dropped the remix with cannabis on it, which, I which is really dope. That remix is is pretty dope. I uh, I mean that that was all over BET, like MTV, rarely ran it, even on um hip hop jams on uh, MTV jams. But BET stay stayed playing that joint. So I taped the album. it it was clean. It was a Walmart. It was a clean version, but honestly. Even the clean version compared to the dirty version. There's not that much difference. Other than like on the real, real hard rap songs. On the real, real rap songs. Th- there's some stuff taken out. But this whole album. <laughs> is. It's, it's one of my favorite hip hop albums of all time. Like if I. This is what I would strive for an, uh, uh, a a b hyphen album to be. This, this eclectic. Not, not to steal the set, the album of his second title, the eclectic, and n- no, no, not what I'm doing. It doesn't matter what you're doing. If you know, you know. <laughs> this album from the skits all the way to the final song, which would be, oh, these are these are bonuses, which would be carnival, which is when he really le- le- uh, leaned into his Caribbean roots. The la the last. Three songs is when he really just, he's just like, oh, I'm going to get real uh, Caribbean with it. And he, he he pulls it off. It's amazing. This album is 24 songs long. Original runtime was 73 minutes, 51 seconds. Okay. So, back when albums could have skits, this one did it right. Everyone was funny. You had Court Clef. You had Pablo. My name is Pablo Diablo. <laughs> Um, down low, ho. <laughs> Words of wisdom, like every interlude, just hits so good. Killer MC, I forgot about that one. Oh shoot, closing Like the skits are so good. The skits are so good on this album. Okay. All right. Some some favorite songs from the album that are not singles. Okay, w- w- one is a single. I'm sorry. Two are singles. <laughs> Okay, summer singles. Leave me alone. Apocalypse one two. The headline news just broke through. Apocalypse three four. Soldier a hundred horsemen at your door. Apocalypse one two One, 2 you all one one two y'all one two. Arrival at the carnival. New beats. It's never recycled. If this is what makes me so angry about Cluff's career after this. Clef made a very hip hop album. It was a blend of everything. It showed he could sing. It showed he could produce, which, off the like, I'm sure he he produced a lot of the Fuji stuff as well. But his fingers are all over this album, singing, rapping. The features are insane on this. Apocalypse Fire, Guantanamera. Guantanamera and Lauren came through and ripped it. This is right before the split. This might be one of those things where it's vivid in my memory, but I might have imagined it. But there was a show on MTV that was live with Wyclef, right? And I'm pretty sure I've I've Googled it and I've found mentions of it, but I can't find video of it. But it is Wyclef and the Refugee All-Stars performing songs, from this including some Fuji songs and this is like uh would have been late 97 probably late 97 so this is before Lauren really stopped messing with Clef okay and it was so good and I've never seen it again if anybody has that video let me know man that joint went so hard bubble goose Sit right back and you'll hear a tale of a hustler around my way. Who used a Glock around the block from where my grandma stay. Black BMW with rims to match windows bulletproof. One night he jumped out the car and caught a bullet in his bubble goo. How do you make a song about somebody getting shot in your hood sound so freaking melodic? To all the girls. To all the girls I cheated on before. It's a new year. I got a new change again. I swear. I can see clear now the clouds disappeared. You forgive. Ugh. So good. Anything can happen. Very dope. Gone to November. Beautiful. Got overplayed. Still a beautiful song. Year of the Dragon is just Lauren spazzing with Clef for four minutes. It's so good. And then Gross. And then <laughs> had some food stuck in my mouth. Um, sang Sang F- Fizzi is, is right after that, and it's just Lauren and Clef doing amazing music together. It's so good. One of the most slept on songs of the album, Mona Lisa. Featuring the Neville Brothers. This song is just a four-minute and 30-second R&B song in the middle of the album. Clef doesn't do anything except ad-libs and do some uh uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. He just lets the Neville brothers wail all over this. It's amazing. Street Jeopardy, John Forte, ROC. Shout out to my man ROC, man. I really want, I would love to hear that album, man. Oh, he's from Detroit. Of course he is. Of course he is. No way. No way, man. Oh, wait, this is a different ROC. Okay, this is a different ROC. I'm thinking about the Soso so Def ROC. Um, this is okay. I don't know. I wonder well, I don't know. May, maybe not. But Street Jeopardy, John Forte, Watcleff, and it says ROC. It might have been the Soso so Def ROC. The one that was on the party continues. Or not the party continues, the one that had Key Sweat on it. Um Coming Home with Me. Yeah. Um, Off of Life in 1472, which we will talk about some Life in 1472 at some point. Gunpowder, more Lauren, more clef Magic, which is, which is really funny considering it's the last time we really heard them work together outside of that failed Fu- Fuji's reunion in 2006. What was it? Take it easy. And of course, they did the block party reunion. And then... Track twenty one, he has the Enter the Carnival uh, and interlude, and he's like, "All right, I'm going to do, I'm going to do music from my roots for the rest of this album," and it's flawless. On top of that, on top of that, man, imagine around this time that he makes an album like this; it's widely loved. He's blown up in the mainstream. <laughs> He's getting more notice as a songwriter and producer, along with his producer partner, Jerry Wonder. He, he is signed Cannabis. He's working on Cannabis' debut album. And then The Ripper Strikes Back comes out. And all of a sudden, LL's mentioning his name. So what does Clef do? What does Y-Clef do? You know what Y-Clef does. He releases What's Clef, the LL Cool J disc, Featuring Naomi Campbell on the song To diss him back. To diss him back, produced by Salam Remy, man. That's how that's how much of a That's that's where Clef was at at that time. He's like, I'm gonna go with LL, one of the best battle rappers of all time. I'm gonna go back at him. It wasn't it wasn't the best diss, but he he tried. But this album was really So perfect that I, if I'd known better, I would have known that anything he did past this would not compare to this album. So eagerly in 2000, I I I scrapped up, uh, snatched up the eclectic Two Sides to a Book. I was like, oh man, why Clutch got a new album out, man? It's gonna be real dope. Gonna be real dope. First single. It doesn't matter. Featuring Dwayne Johnson. 911 with Mary J. Blige. Certified hood classic. Beautiful. Besides that, uh, what worked on this album for me? Uh, the Kenny Rogers, Ferromancho Monge dub plate was pretty cool. Um, how they blend, they um, did Simon Says with uh, Kenny Rogers, the Gambler. That was pretty cool and then i'm i'm looking man and he did a Whitney Houston dub play that had Whitney on there cuz he produced your love is my love so he got Whitney on his album ah man none of this hit for me so to see clef be achieve such heights that was so unexpected and then see him fall back down to earth like this was rough and then he dropped the masquerade in 2002 so i was like all right all right all right he's gonna get get it together plus his lead single was pj's and that song was pretty hard pj's i was raising the pj's you know, that, that joint was pretty good but the masquerade it wasn't what i wanted it to be man so i, I started to give up and apparently columbia did too because they dropped his greatest hits in 2003 <laughs> preacher's son uh that came out in two thousand and three. Uh Party to Damascus on there. Uh miss me with that. Welcome to Haiti. Miss me with that. Uh Carnival 2, Memoirs of an Immigrant. I was like, oh, we're getting another Carnival. Little did I know that a sequel in hip hop usually doesn't work other than Cuban links, too. And yeah, I was immediately I mean I had Sweetest Girl with Akon and Lil Wayne on it. Uh, still missing Clef. Um, yeah. But after that, there was never any clef music that really did it for me like that. Oh, he did a Carnival 3. Uh he did. In 2018. Why, clef? Why? <laughs> See what I did there? Why, clef? Why? But when the Carnival was out, it, it is one of the most criminally underrated albums in hip-hop's history. It touched on so many different surfaces. Yclef showed he could rap. He showed he could produce. He showed he could songwrite. He showed he could collaborate with people and bring the best out of them. If if there was ever an album resume, the carnival would be it. So, thank you, Mr. Jean. Thank you, Mr. Jean, for for that album. It still hits to this day. Go press play. you've been listening to the Barack Obama approved world's greatest podcast hyphenation the 205th episode you can listen to this on any podcast listening device you want to if you want to be one of those people who have have something where maybe you want to be one of those people that's like I'd rather just take the RSS feed and plug it into my my iTunes and I'm gonna put it on my computer and I'm gonna do it like that. okay, if that's you, you get the RSS link, RSS feed link. You can find it very easily. You take that, you put that into your favorite podcast, listening to the Vice, turn that some bitch sideways, and you can get all 205 episodes of power. Of the Barack Obama Approval of Grace Podcast, just like that. But it's easier to just use a podcast listening to a uh, platform. It really is. If you have a favorite platform and you can't find Hyphenation, or we should do this again sometime, or Rasselcast Power Hour, or Shredhead Podcast, or Howard's or Buzzsaw Show. If you can't find any of that, then you can uh, let me know. It's very easy to do. You can reach out to me in the following ways. At B-hyphen on Twitter, B-H-Y-P-H-E-N hyphen universe on Facebook or the B-hyphen on Instagram or B-hyphen at gmail.com. If you want to email hyphen podcast group at gmail.com, you can, or you can go through hyphen pie group on Twitter, hyphen podcast group on Facebook or hyphen podcast group on Instagram. And you can let me know or you can just say, hey, your shows are dope. You could do that, too. Meanwhile. If you're on a platform like Apple or Spotify and they have a rating system, go ahead and give the show five stars. It lets more people know about the show and they can listen to the sound of my voice just like you are right now. Greatly appreciate it. If you leave a review, I will be sure to read it, good or bad. I do not care. But still give me five stars. I care about that part. That would would be cool. The power of positivity is real. Get that negativity out of your life. No matter what it may be, no matter what you have to do, you have to do you. Always every single time, and when I say that, make sure you're giving people their flowers while they're still here. You never know when it's their time to go. It's always important to tell people how much you mean to you. That's what I did in the last episode with Matt and told him everything I thought about him. Tell people how much they mean to you. You never know what's going to happen tomorrow or 10 minutes from now. For real, for real, I promise. Also. Call your mom, call your dad, call your sister, call your brother, call your uncle, call your brother or, or uh, aunt, call your grandmother, call your grandfather, call your second cousin on your mother's side related to your father through marriage. Do all that. Stay in touch, man. Even if it's not a call, send a text, send a Facebook message, write a letter, send an email, send a telegram. There's so many ways to reach out and touch someone. Shout out to at and I think that was AT&T. So many ways. Let people know, man, don't be don't be like your boy who didn't talk to his mother towards the end of her her life because I had to make a decision. And then I found out that she had cancer too late and then she was gone. Don't be don't be like your boy. Okay, I regret it. I don't regret the decisions I had to make. I wrote a whole post about it. Oh, speaking of posts. Speaking of posts, hyphenuniverse.com, you can go check that out and you can read my post. I do a little blog post on there too. Also, any podcasts or videos I do get posted on there as well. You can go check that out. If you're on the TikTok, the hyphen over there. If you're on YouTube, hyphen universe, subscribe to the channel. If you hit that bell, you never miss an upload. If you want to like the videos and leave comments and then share them with your friends, that would be really cool too. I got some I got some good stuff on there. I've been taking a little bit of a break still, uh, you know, dealing with mom's birthday and my birthday and everything else and Matt being here and, you know, just trying to get back in the swing of things. Um, but I got some good content. I got more good content going on there. I got rasselcast stuff on there also. But the newsletter can be find, found at b com. That's called It's Not Going to Rate Itself. Uh, I try to rate pr- pretty regularly on there, uh, just about a random topic. Last topic I talked about, my mom's birthday. I wrote an open letter to her before that. I wrote about um Derek Carr leaving the Raiders and him being the quarterback that um had been the longest tenured quarterback in Raiders history in my lifetime. So go subscribe to that. And then you'll get the um get my uh, writing right in your inbox or you can just check out the links when I drop them on social media. You can do it just like that. <sighs> Man. Again, shout out to the MarkRob.WordPress.Com and to HyphenPodcastGroup.Com always and forever, always and forever, forever with you. <sighs> Man, I'm I'm so happy. Young couple's coming back. That's very cool, very cool. So yeah, Abby, Jasmine, Kevin Ross. Uh, go check them out, go see that movie, Puss in Boots, also would not hurt for you to check out BMF if you're into that kind of stuff, I think I might have to sit down and talk about 50 Cent at some point too man, because I I revisited, I'm revisiting um, Get Rich or Die Trying, because it's the 20th anniversary of that, and I ended up kind of going into a YouTube wormhole and finding all these unreleased tracks of his that were on the mixtapes and stuff, and I might have to have a little conversation about 50 Cent's Position in all this especially now that he's doing bmf stuff and making tv money and doesn't necessarily have to rap anymore might have to talk about a little bit of 50 cents so so let me know let me know what you think man if you like to hear that but for real for real for real for real, i appreciate each and every one of y'all that are here i found some hair on my pants and i was playing with it i apologize appreciate each and every one of y'all listening, to the sound of my voice it means the world to me i'm so glad to be able to sit here with y'all and do episodes like this. Um, I mean. Th- this this is what I Nation's all about man. And it's about me. Sharing my thoughts. Into the great void. And hopefully somebody getting something out of it. So I appreciate every last one of you. I really do. <sighs> I still haven't picked my wrestler of the year last year. And normally I'd do that by now. I want to say it was Sammy. It's hard not to say it was Sammy. Uh, but it, it was more for his his work with the bloodline all last year and how he went from wrestling Johnny Knoxville last WrestleMania to being so over with the bloodline, a heel faction by December of last year. So let's, let's just call a spade a spade, man. Sammy Zane is my 2022 wrestler of the year. Officially. He's got a match coming up with Roman here at elimination chamber. We'll see what happens with that story. Him and Jey Uso saw each other for the first time on SmackDown the other night. And everything seemed cool between them. Roman wants to rip Jay or Roman wants to rip Sammy's head off. So we will see what happens with the bloodline elimination chamber. I'm really excited, excited for that match to see where that goes. Especially when Cody lined up to wrestle Roman at WrestleMania anyway. So just no triple threats. But yeah, Sammy's my wrestler of the year. Let's go ahead and throw that in there too. I don't have to. I don't explain why. If if you want to see why Sammy Zayn is the wrestler of the year, go to YouTube. And just type in Sami Zayn bloodline and just watch. Just watch. I'm sure there are people who have spent a long time explaining what Sammy has accomplished over these past WrestleMania was like April, right? Um, over the last seven, eight months in that storyline. It's been it's been pretty incredible from where he went to where he's at now. As one of the biggest wrestlers in the company right now. And he deserves it. He absolutely deserves it. <sighs> But, with all that said, I say all that to say this. Thanks, y'all. This is a hyphen podcast production. Are not entertained? not entertained?